Hello, everyone, and welcome to CU Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey of free choice and disincarnation. Look at your past present and future with karmic astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life, a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net, look for Susan Reynolds under our monthly shows tab, and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out location or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see View and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day. Hey, Claudia. 
it is, it's a little bittersweet today to know this is my last show. And it is nice, and I'm very appreciative that that door is open. And so you never know what might come up in 2020 and what we might end up doing. And all kinds of astrological things may happen. But it is uh, the last specific monthly show. And when you asked me and invited me to, to have this show, I was like, oh, my gosh, live radio? I don't know if I can do that. And my stomach would just get a knot. It's like, what if I don't know something? What if they, they don't like what I'm saying? And, and instead it's turned out to be fun and, and joyful. And so I really like that kind of immediacy of the radio show. And, and I will miss it. So um, I'm also going to let you know, and I know the, the preamble mentioned this, but every month on my website, and my website is exploreastrology.com, I put out free monthly predictions for every sign every month. And so if you want to know what's going on in November, even though we're getting towards the end of the month, those predictions are on there right now. And by the 1st of December, new predictions will be on there. And you don't have to pay anything or buy anything or join anything. It's just my way of giving back. And for everybody that is on my mailing list, I send out free information every month on the new moon and the full moon and what it's doing and how you can use it to benefit you. So if you're not on my mailing list and you want to receive that free information, you can go to my Facebook page, Susan Reynolds, and just let me know. Give me your email address, private message me, and I'll be happy to add you in and send you the free info every month. Now, before we start to get started, and Claudia mentioned this, a lot is going on in December. We have some big, big astrological doings. So I definitely want to get to that. And I want to um, talk to the person whose chart I have who called in, and, and I want to mention all the big astrological doings that we have. But I also, every show, try to update people and let them know where I'm going to be in the area and what kind of events I'm doing and where I'm going to be out and about. And in January, um, on January 6th and January 7th, I will be here in Charlotte doing a pop-up mind-body-spirit show called Shift. And it is going to be at the Cider Works Brewery. And on Friday evening, it is from 5 to 9. And on Saturday, it is from 4, uh, I'm sorry, it is from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you are in the area, there is all kinds of vendors, all kinds of readers, all kinds of healers. One of the most fun shows that is possible to do. So make sure you mark your calendars and get out there and do it. I am also going to be in Charlotte on the 21st of December, and I will be doing Awakening Mind, Body, Spirit Fair. And I do that regularly. Awakenings goes to all these different kinds of cities around Charlotte, and then every once in a while they are actually in the city of Charlotte. And they, too, have a regular roster of readers and healers and vendors and um, always are trying to look for something new and something fun and exciting. So those are the two shows I'll be doing in December. I will also be in Atlanta um, on the 13th, 14th, and 15th of December, and I will be doing a special talk about astrology and your soul's purpose. And I will also be doing mini readings along with the psychic there, and card reader, India Lee. So if you're in the Atlanta area, be sure to get to the Solstice Mind, Body, Spirit store in Marietta, Georgia, and sign up for a mini reading and go in and peruse 
their lovely, lovely um, supplies. They have fabulous crystals and books and all kinds of things. So be sure to stop in. So, excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat. I don't know how this is going to go. I am going to say December is big doings in terms of the planet. We have a major, major astrological shift happening in December. On December 3rd, we have the planet Jupiter getting ready to make a change. And on December 3rd, in, what, less than two weeks, Jupiter will be leaving the sign of Sagittarius, where it has been for a year, and it will be entering the sign of Capricorn. We are going to see some major, major changes with this energy. Now, major change does not mean bad change. It does not mean negative things. It just means different things, new things. Jupiter changes signs about once a year. And the sign that it moves into colors that year for us. We deal with the, the subjects that Jupiter has moved into. And so Jupiter is leaving Sagittarius, which is all about education. And it's all about learning. It is about classes. It is about publishing. It is about traveling. It is all these very light, very bright, very adventurous kind of subjects and signs. And it is moving into Capricorn. Capricorn is much more traditional. Capricorn is a sign that rules government. It rules big business. It rules responsibility. Capricorn is all about authority. And so all of us, well, not every single person, but most of us are thinking about our job. We're thinking about our work. What do we want to do? Do we want to change jobs? Do we want to get promoted? Are we ready to retire? Is our job safe? Is our job fulfilling? What kind of work do we want to do? We're ready to make leaps. We're ready to make changes. We're even ready to just look at what does our work mean to us? Is it fulfilling? Do we feel like we're making a difference? All these things are going to start to come up over the course of a year. But it begins on December 3rd. And if issues about your work and your career are not coming up, issues around your authority and leadership will, because those are energies around Capricorn. What is your style of leadership? Are you comfortable in a leadership role? Do you want to get promoted? Do you want to be in charge of something? This does not have to. <coughs> excuse me. This does not have to show up specifically in your job. You may be asked to be the president of your community's HOA, and there you are in a leadership position. Although, from what I've seen of HOAs, I'm pretty sure that might be a thankless job. So um, that might not be the job everybody's lining up to take. But it's an example where being in charge or being a leader, being an authority over something, or even sometimes someone, is something that comes up with Capricorn. And we have to look at this. Are we too blunt? Are we too bold? Are we a little curved? We mean, maybe we need to soften our stance. How do other people see us as a leader? How powerful and successful do we want to be? Many people really struggle with their ambitions. They you know, think there's something wrong with wanting to be super successful, that it makes them you know, selfish, and it doesn't. I look at real ambition in a positive way as wanting to be the very best that you can be. I don't necessarily equate the word ambition 
with what we see as that blind, ruthless, step-over-your-grandma kind of ambition that is so destructive. Real ambition in a positive way uplifts us and helps us have the energy to reach for more because we know we can do more. We know we can contribute more. We know we can experience more. And that's the high side of this energy. We're ready to step up. We're ready to take control. We're ready to make those changes. This is a cardinal sign. And so we want to act. We want to do. And I see many, many changes that are going to be coming up for us on our personal lives as well as in the country. And in January, I'll be doing two predictions talks. Every year in January, I do at least one. No, I'm doing three. Every year in January, I do at least one and sometimes more predictions for the coming year. And last January, I talked about some of the things that we might see this year, and sure enough, some of them showed up. And in January, I'll be doing several predictions talks. And since I'm not going to be on the air to talk to you again, I'm going to let you know that on January 4th, I will be at Alara Mind, Body, Spirit Spa in Mooresville, North Carolina, and I will be doing my talk on predictions for 2020. So be sure to contact Alara and make an appointment to be there. I'm also going to do that talk on January 26th. And on January 26th, I'll be giving the talk on predictions for the new year at the Heartlight Spiritual Center, and that is on Mallard Creek Road in Charlotte. And I think it's, you know, nominal fee, maybe $25 for the talk. In the first part of my predictions talk, I talk about the new year in general, politics, economy, geographical stuff, um, changes in society, what we're going to see. And in the second half, I talk about each one of the 12 signs and what they are going to be looking at and experiencing in 2020. So make sure you can be there. And on the weekend of the 10th, 11th, and 12th, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Solstice Mind, Body, Spirit store, and I will be participating in their Ready, Set, Shine in-house retreat weekend. And they're putting together a fabulous weekend with different kinds of speakers and different kinds of talks and readings you can order. And be sure to check out their website and Facebook page. And I will be speaking and I will be doing readings. So both December and January is starting to shape up as busy months. But we all want to take a peek at what's going on in 2020. We want to know what's coming up for us because that's the bottom line. How is my life going to change? And saying that... Claudia, I know we had somebody that called in. Is she on the line that wanted to take a look at what is going on in her chart for 2020? Is Kim, has Kim called in? Yes, she's here, so that will ring her in. One moment. Hi, Kim. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi. I am good. Good. All right, do you go by Kim or Kimberly? Kimberly. Kimberly. Okay. Kimberly, I have your chart in front of me, and I'm going to ask what is it that you would like me to talk about, or what is it that you want to know? I'm a career transition that's been heavy on my mind. Why am I not surprised? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is a perfect example. This is a perfect example. 2020 is going to be all about the work. It is going to be all about the career. 
And here we are in November, and it is on your mind. So I love it. Number one, I am going to say that right now you um, have had Jupiter in your sixth house and for most of 2019. And that is the area of your work environment. And it is also the area of health and healing. So you may have had to, you know, take care of some health things. That may be on the body. Sometimes it's, you know, include the dental stuff because dental is also about the health of the body and taking care of things. And so you've had to maybe look at those. Not necessarily in a bad way, but about making changes. You may have been working hard this year. There may have been a lot of ideas you have that maybe almost a little bit like your eyes are too big for your stomach, like there's so much going on. Now, I don't have the exact date. Looking at this, I'm going to think this is more around February. That planet Jupiter, which I just talked about making a change on December 3rd, is going to move into Capricorn. And this is a big deal for you. This is going to, I think it's going to benefit you. And this planet comes up above the horizon in your chart, meaning that through all of 2020, you have more of an opportunity to be seen. You know, so this would actually be a good year for you to look for a new job if you want one, to ask for a raise, to ask for more responsibility because you're more than capable of doing that. This would be a good time to be uh, expressing your confidence. You know, talking to the supervisors, looking at your resume, this is a good time for you to be taking responsibility. This Capricorn energy, it's going to work in a very nice way with your sun, with your Jupiter, with your Venus. I mean, this this is going to help you, Kimberly. This is, this is nice. You know? Not to get too technical about it. This This is a plus for you. I would say that in terms of your work, I would really encourage you to work in some sort of area that is creative. Do you do anything professionally that is in the arts or, or creative in any way? Um, that is something that I would love to do. Uh, but, no, I've been teaching in the classroom for the last 15 years, and um, it's not been that creative. Yeah. I'm going to, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to that. I'm also going to okay. ask you, have you just recently moved, or are you thinking about moving? Um, um, I'm thinking about moving. I, you know, I just don't, I don't know the particulars yet, because I've been in the same place for six years. Okay. I will say I see both changing for you. Or okay. let me put it this way. I see a nice energy opening up for you. Now, okay. I'm looking at, hang on, hang on, I'm looking at the degrees here and where this is this is as a teacher i don't know the avenues of promotion or moving forward you know maybe it's up to a vice principal i don't know if there's anything below that like i don't know head teacher or you know some sort of lesser position in there but this is a nice time and when i say this time i mean november december january um february all good months for you to see about doing more, for you to see about taking on more. Now, I'm going to tell you, the more that you're ready to kind of step up and to take on more, the easier this energy comes out in your chart. The more that okay. you try to just ignore it, the more that energy has to find you. 
And when it finds okay. you, it tends to hit you over the head a little bit more. So what you don't want with this is for the principal or the head of the school or whatever to just say, okay, Kimberly, we're increasing your class size by 25% and you don't have anything to say about them. You know, you, you don't want to have to react to this energy. You want to act. So I would start to make an appointment with whoever is the policymaker in your school or whatever and say, here are my ideas. Well, I want to do this. I want to do that. What do you think can happen? Because I think you would get a better reaction and those in authority would be more receptive to you than maybe they have been in the past or maybe you even think they would be. So this is a really nice time for making yourself known, so to speak. And even if nothing comes of it, like they don't you know, fall on your neck with like, oh, thank you for these fabulous ideas, just talking to them and just putting yourself in that position may benefit you later on. It may be like, oh, you know, somebody, we need somebody for this position. I bet Kimberly would be good for that. So this can be very positive for you in terms of speaking out more, in terms of being seen. I also look at this, hang on a minute, in terms of this being um, the next three months, maybe the next four months, being an especially positive time for you to do something creative. So I would really be looking at your career as a two-pronged attack. One, with the job you currently hold, moving forward Mm -hmm. in it, expanding it, talking to the bosses or whatever. But this is also a really positive time for you to start doing something creative. And I would start to sit down and look at what would I like to do? You know, how can I make that happen? What are some possibilities? They don't have to be an immediate, let me leave the school system and go be an artist in Tahiti. It can be maybe you volunteer, you know, at a, at a gallery, or you become a part-time docent at a museum somewhere. You know, it can be taking some classes in terms of, you know, singing or art or, or acting or, you know, all of them. You know, creative energy is creative energy. You know, many right. times when you start to work with one creative energy, it bumps up some other creative energies. Now, I know you okay. can ask about this, but I'm also going to mention it just because okay. I feel like it. <laughs> and when you give me your <laughs> okay. chart, you just have to accept these things happen. Um, okay. I don't know if you're married or single, but this energy for the next few months, it is particularly romantic. And, okay. you know, you have some very down-to-earth and concrete ideas about romance. You're not necessarily somebody who's going to get, you know, swept away because, oh, they're so cute or so charming. You're going to be looking at, you know, is this a keeper? Do they have a job? You know, do they do what they say they're going to do? Are they, you know, nobody's going to bamboozle you, Kimberly. (laughs) Right. But underneath all that practical reality, you have the heart of a romantic. (laughs) Yes. And, I do. and this is a, I know, and this is the time to be romantic. So if you are married, if you are seeing somebody, you need to let them know. Because they may not realize. They may be like, oh, Kimberly, you know, she doesn't like those flowers. She'd much rather I, you know, fix her lawnmower or something if I was going to give her a gift. <laughs> <laughs> but since this is such a romantic time, you may need to give whoever you're involved with, if anyone, a heads up that, yeah, I would like some flowers. I want a mushy card. I want romantic dinners and sweet nothings. 
if ever there's a time for you to do this, now is the time, you know. Okay. So you may need to help them along just a little bit, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I'm not seeing anyone right now, but my heart is open. That's good. Uh Claudia is letting us know we're out of time. I'm glad. This is the time to get out there, to date, to be social, to accept invitations. Go to every holiday party you're invited to. Put on your dancing okay. shoes and flirt up a storm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Best of luck. I will. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank My you. pleasure. Thank you, Kim. Okay. So, um, I cannot wait to see if Kimberly gets a new job, new house, and new spouse all at once, thanks to some of this new and changing energy. And so I know that I will not be, you know, on the air in January to kind of talk about some of these things. So I'm just going to mention a couple of things off the top of my head about what we should expect to see in 2020. And going in, Jupiter going into the sign of Capricorn is a big deal in our nation's chart. Our nation happens to have its sun in Cancer, which is opposite Capricorn. And so this Jupiter energy is going to come out in a very strong and very prominent way in the chart of the United States. And as it does that, you have to remember that Capricorn rules government and Capricorn rules big business. You know, in January of 2019, of this year, when Jupiter was moving into Sagittarius, one of the things that I said was that we were going to see some scandals come out in terms of colleges and education, because Jupiter in Sagittarius is all about higher education. And what did we see? We saw the big scandal of, you know, Hollywood and, you know, fabulously wealthy people with this crazy Mm -hmm. scheme to get their kids into these colleges sideways and the FBI, you know, cracking this, you know, ring and and people going to jail and big scandal. Well, when this is coming out in terms of business, we are probably going to tend to see some scandals in the business world, especially in banking. It does not, don't overreact. It does not mean your money is not safe. It does not mean our economy is collapsing or anything, but it does mean that we may see some large companies and even some large financial institutions having acted in ways that are maybe not quite on the up and up. And so we may see some scandals in this area, businesses that have been manipulating the price of their stock or, you know, extra earnings that have not been reported or, you know, Goodness knows, we've seen enough business scandals over the years to be able to write this script fairly easily. And so we're going to see these things start to come up and out because Jupiter is public. Jupiter is obvious. Jupiter brings things out into the public. And so, yeah, we are going to see some of that. We may also start to see this show up in terms of our government. I almost hate to say this out loud because, goodness knows, our nation has been through so much and we are right in the middle of impeachment hearings and everybody is angry at everybody else and, and our, I've never seen our country, you know, so divided. 
and nobody believes anybody else. And so help me goodness if the Democrats said the sun rises, the, the Republicans would dispute it as a conspiracy theory. And if the Republicans said that the moon shines when it's full, the Democrats would call them liars. And, and we are at each other's throats. And unfortunately, with Jupiter coming up, I'm going to say you ain't seen nothing yet, folks. Because as Jupiter moves forward into Capricorn and gets stronger and stronger, I think we are going to see more and more come to light. Now, yes, some of that may be things coming to light about the White House and about the current president. But remember, this sign doesn't just rule the White House, and it doesn't just rule one party. It rules our government. So this can be scandals in terms of Congress. I think we are going to see some things come up with with congressmen and women and senators and things that they've swept under the rug for years especially about money and donations and, you know, there's all this murky financial money that, you know, we don't know about. And I think we're going to start to see these kinds of things come up and come out. And I am not limiting this to Congress. You know, our governors are part of our governing body. You know, even our mayors. We may start to see all kinds of things start to come up and start to come to light. It does not mean they're all going to make the national news. If the mayor of, you know, some small town in the Midwest is, you know, having an affair with his, you know, uh, running mate's spouse, you know, we may not necessarily hear about that. But it may be a big scandal in whatever city they happen to be, you know, dealing it with. But we are going to start to see all kinds of things about government come up this year. And because of that, we're going to start to see all kinds of calls for reform and possible changes in campaign laws and what kind of money you're allowed to accept and, and this type of thing. And because Jupiter has a very strong international flavor, we may see things about international money and international finance and how other countries or foreign entities are around this um, to you know, get around the United States campaign laws. So we may see calls for um, more strictures. We may see the need to um, do more and the need to, to change some things and close some loopholes. But this is going to start coming up. Now, even though Jupiter is going to move into this sign on December 3rd, typically in December, it, it's kind of a crazy month. We have the holidays, a lot of businesses are slow, or some are even closed. You know, I don't know what's going to be going on in terms of Congress or with this impeachment hearing. You know, December is a little up in the air. But by January, we're going to start seeing some things. We're going to start to see some things on the local level, and we're going to start to see some things on the national level. So stay tuned for that. Now, I'm going to switch around a little bit more, and I am going to ask Claudia if we have any callers. Yes, we do, and we have a Sag, a Libra, and a Capricorn. Which one do you want to do? Well, let's take the Sag. Hmm, hang on a minute. You have a Sag, a Leo, and what? No, a Libra and a Capricorn. Let's take the Capricorn. Okay, I'm going to take a Capricorn, and I'm going to go get some other colors. Maddie from Georgia. Welcome, Maddie. Hi. Hi, Susan. Hi. How are you? I am good. Thanks for calling in. 
Thank you. I I I heard that announcement. You're going to be in Marietta, Georgia. Oh yeah, Coming up. I'm going to be in Marietta, Georgia, on the 10th, 11th, and 12th of January, and again um, on the 13th, 14th, and 15th of December. So come on in to Marietta and stop in at Solstice. It is a new Mind, Body, Spirit store in the Marietta area, and I would love to meet you face-to-face. I love meeting people that I just yes, talked to as a voice yes, on the Yes, is it going to be the, the Mind, Body, Spirit Wellness Center on Windy Hill no. Road? No. Oh, no? Um, oh. This is a new store. Um, Solstice, S-O-L-S-T-I-C-E is the name of the store, and it started uh-huh. out as a pop-up. The owner just intended to do this for, you know, a few months. It's like a fun thing. But the store right, has right. taken off, and people have loved it so much that she's looking at continuing this into 2020 and making it a permanent oh. thing. I'll so have to check it out. So stop Most by. Proper. Yeah. I will. January and so, December. Yeah. I'm excited. Both months. And I haven't put them on my calendar yet because we just figured out the time for me to come down. But I'll be putting them on my calendar by December, and so you can always check for details on my website. Um, I will. Now. I definitely will. Okay. The reason I asked Claudia for the Capricorn person first was because I have some good news for you. Well, that's good to know. It's about time I get some good news. (laughs) See, that's why I wanted to talk to you. Love the good news. For, For most of 2019, Jupiter has been in your 12th house. And, you know, I'm a professional intuitive and astrologer, and so I usually love it when Jupiter goes into my 12th house because I become more psychic, I become more intuitive, I connect more with my guides, and it's, oh, it's very woo-woo stuff for me. But it's in the 12th house. It's in the 12th uh, house. Let's back up a little bit. You say Jupiter is going to be in the 12th house? No, no, no. I'm saying Jupiter has been in the 12th house for oh, all Jupiter of 2019. All the twelve, and I have twelve house, and um, I have cancer in my twelfth house. Wow, wow! I'm looking at your solar chart. I'm not looking at your natal chart. I'm looking at yes. you as a as a Capricorn. Yes. And if you are a Capricorn, cancer is not over your twelfth house. If you are a Capricorn, and I'm looking at your solar chart, it is over your seventh house of partnerships. Um, on your solar oh. chart, Sagittarius is going to be over your twelfth house. And that means that according to your solar chart, Jupiter has been in this area for almost all of 2019. On December 3rd, Uh it is going to come out from behind the curtain of the 12th house, and it is going to move into your first house. When Jupiter is in the 12th house, most people struggle a little bit with that energy because Jupiter is so high energy, and it's a fire planet. When it goes into this area of the chart, this is a water house, and it's like this planet could douse with a big bucket of water. And so our spark, our fire, our enthusiasm, and sometimes our physical energy all seems to dim a little bit. We become a little bit more tired. We have to baby our body a little bit more. We, we uh-huh. have our boo-boos. We don't feel uh-huh. well. Sometimes it's other people's illness and sickness, and we're taking friends to the hospital for, you know, hip replacements and you know his spouse has bronchitis and we're at the doctor all the time and we're just around the energies of health and healing a little bit more and this Uh is a very emotional house 
And so we tend to start to spend a lot of time on our emotions, our feelings. But the trap with the 12th house is, is we tend to be a little hard on ourselves. So instead of sort of acknowledging our emotion or feeling something, we tend to move a little bit into self-blame. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I cheated on that on that spelling test in the third grade. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> oh, you know, God hates me. Why is my life so hard? We we tend to just spiral a little bit into self-pity. Not that you have mm-hmm. or anything, but it's it's possible. I'm throwing out possibilities here. Sometimes we just feel a little sorry for ourselves. Sometimes we just mm-hmm. pull in a little bit more to ourselves. We don't feel social. We don't want to do anything. Leave me alone. I, I want to take mm-hmm. a nap. It's, it's a little bit more solitary. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of inner work that's going on, and there's a lot of things happening, but many times we don't realize it because it's happening on the inner, deep, subconscious, emotional levels. And so what I like about this is that on December 3rd, Jupiter's getting ready to leave. And it's changing houses, and it is moving front and center into your first house, coming right up next to your son, which I love. Because what's going to happen is you're going to start to have more physical energy. You're going to feel like you're coming out of the the dark tunnel into the light. It's like the turtle who starts to, to poke their head out of their shell and go, oh, what's going on in the world? You know, you're going to feel more energetic, like you want to do more things and get out more. You know, now granted, Capricorn is not, you know, a party animal sign. You know, they're not usually going to be the ones dancing around at the party with a lampshade on their head. But that doesn't mean you can't have a good time. So I'm going to really encourage you to get out of the house more. As this planet moves further and further into your first house itself, you're going to notice a shift in your emotional makeup. And what I love about this is it gives you a deeper sense of confidence. It feels like most of this year you've just been struggling to believe in yourself. But as Jupiter comes forward, you start to realize how much inner work you've done. And you take all of that work on self and you start to bring it out into the world. And you start to believe, oh, I can do that. Oh, let me put in for that job. Oh, let me change this or that. You have the energy and the enthusiasm and the belief in yourself to make changes and to be able to go forward. Lots of these changes, see, aren't you glad I took you first? (laughs) Um, A lot of these changes may have to do with something about learning. Oh, is that Claudia giving me the high sign? Dag gum. Okay, I'm going to get this in really quick before she gives the hook and drags me off. Um, This is about school studying, learning, you may want to get training for something, certified in something, you may be asked to teach something, say yes to everything. It's a great time to do that. There may also be travel opportunities coming up for you. And I love it. You haven't traveled a lot this year. Oh, I love that. You're going to feel like going. You're going to feel like doing. So you pack your bags and you say yes and you get out of town. Thank you. Wow, I love that. That was a that was a beautiful message for me. I needed to hear that. Fantastic. I'm so glad. I'm so what about glad. travel for Thanksgiving? I'm would sorry, that be what good? about Thanksgiving? What about travel for Thanksgiving? That would be lovely. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of oh, it. go. Have a good time. The thought popped in my head this morning. Okay, that would be a good thing. Okay, that would be a good thing. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Wow. Okay. Well, so I'm getting good. to tell yes. people some good things today. <laughs> you know, I hate it when I have to say I'm so sorry, but it's not going to get any better. And now I think, <laughs> yes, it's getting better. <laughs> um, I'm also going to mention some things that we're talking about right now is the fact that just recently, um, a few days ago, well, a couple of weeks ago, on November 19th, you know, Mars moved into Scorpio. And this is very intense. Mars is one of the co-rulers of Scorpio, and so Mars is usually pretty happy there. But it is bringing in a level of intensity. You know, Scorpio is nothing if not intense. Scorpio is also extreme. It doesn't want any shades of gray. It's black or white. It knows what it knows. And so as we're going into the holidays, we're going into the holidays with a deeper sense of power. And so this can bring up a lot of power issues. And I'm just going to warn people. Eh, warn sounds kind of. I'm just going to mention to people that you're going to need to work a little bit at making sure that you're listening to people and making sure that you are open to compromise. Because Mars and Scorpio doesn't want to compromise. They want to beat the crap out of you. They want to win. And they don't much care about win-win for both of us. You know, they're fine with them winning and you losing. You know, but because it is so powerful and so intense, depending on where it is going to fall in your chart, it can really be powerful for us. We can use that energy to make changes. We can use that energy for new insight. We can really use that energy in very, very powerful, positive ways. Now, I'm going to mention right off that Scorpio is a sign of intimacy. Sometimes that is emotional intimacy, and lots of times that is physical intimacy. So many of you may be noticing changes in your sex life. I hope you don't get pulled by the, by the FCC or something. Am I allowed to talk about this on the air? I'm, I'm going to go ahead in, in very general terms because I want this to be a PG kind of show. But Mars in Scorpio is very passionate. And so for many of you, you may be noticing your libido waking up or kicking into high gear and like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? What is going on? You know? And Mars and Scorpio is what is going on. So this can be a very powerful time in terms of feeling connected on very fundamental levels. You know, because how we express our our physical passion is central to who we are. And so this is not only a passion of the body, but a passion of the mind and the spirit. What do you believe in passionately? We may see more people discussing their religion or telling you that what you believe is wrong. They're not necessarily going to be as open to, well, let's look and let's explore and let's talk about it. No. You know, Scorpio wants to know they're right and they want you to know you're wrong. So be aware of that. Be aware about being too stuck in a certain mindset. And, and notice when somebody is sort of coming at you with a very strong belief you know, they're operating from this base of this scorpionic power. And it can sometimes feel intimidating or threatening, even if they don't mean it that way. So you're going to have to be aware. It brings up a lot of emotion. And here it is, right in December. We've all got the holidays. Christmas stuff is coming. Family is who we're going to be around. And it can trigger a whole lot of emotional issues. And so make sure you are staying centered and make sure you're staying grounded. There's, there's also a lot of money energy associated with this Mars and Scorpio. 
So a lot of us are going to be looking at putting ourselves on a budget for you know Christmas shopping and holiday spending and that kind of thing. It's a time when we may start to be looking forward into 2020 and what do I want to earn and what can I spend or maybe I want to start a, a budget to buy a house or get a car or save for the kids' college funds or something. We tend to be able to take more charge of our finances when Mars is here. All the water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, are going to really benefit from this because this, this is a water sign, and Mars in a water sign is going to flow very well with the sun of the other water signs. Now, Taurus may be the sign that is struggling a little bit because Taurus is opposite Scorpio, and so they may, you know, they may feel put upon or they may feel angry. Now, Taurus is usually very laid back. They are usually very relaxed and very calm 90% of the time, even 95% of the time. But anybody who knows a Taurus well will say, don't poke the sleeping bull. That other 5 or 10% of the time, they will come at you and you will see a temper in them that scares the bejesus out of you. And with this Mars sort of poking them a little bit, they may be more easily triggered. They may need a little bit more support. They may need a little bit more understanding. They may just flat out be cranky. And so you may be like, oh, my God, what is wrong with so-and-so that's a Taurus? They're, you know, they're having Mars slap them around a little bit. So if you know a Taurus, you know, be a little bit more calm with them. Go out of your way to offer them some help and support kind of thing because they may not be as happy as the Cancer and Pisces people are (laughs) with this water energy. So, okay, do we have anybody? Okay, you said we had, what, a Libra? Who was well, we have a Libra, here? a Gemini, and a Sag. All right, well, let's try the Libra. Okay, so Sonia, welcome to see you. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome Hi. to my show. And nice I'm gonna to be ask, here. Thank you. And I'm going to ask you what you wanted to talk about or find out about as a Libra. That's coming up for you. Okay. Um, I, my boyfriend and I split up permanently last night. Um, but we've been having some trouble for a while now. And I just want to know if I'm going to meet anyone in the next month or so. Huh. Um, the answer is sort of yes and no. <laughs> On the one hand, I'm going to say you've had a tough couple of years. You know, you've got Saturn coming over here, sort of like really working on your your level of emotion and self-esteem, and you may have a lot of family issues coming up for you. And so it's like you've been working on some things, and it has not been a walk in the park. And so that is is staying there at least until around March of, of 2020 before one of those planets leaves. So that's not as immediate as I think you want. But on December 20th, Venus is going to enter your house of dating. And I really like that. And so as Venus moves in there, you sort of move into a new energy. And you are going to be much more hopeful, much more optimistic, You are going to feel like being with somebody new. I am going to say for like the next three weeks, um, I'm not necessarily seeing that. I think this is a time of you sort of 
uh, almost doing a recap of, well, what was this relationship all about and what did I learn or why didn't it work? And I'm sort of doing a little bit of inner work. But after the 20th, the rest of December and then into like the first two or three weeks of January, even more actually looking at this, maybe all of January, I think Venus there is really going to give you um, a nice feeling of self-confidence in terms of dating. And, yes, I do think you're going to be dating somebody. Now, I don't know that that means they're going to be the one, but I do know that that means you're going to be ready to get out. You're going to be ready to give somebody else a chance. And I do see your social life and your romantic life picking up. And so that is not far away at all. You're really talking a few weeks, not a few months or a few years. And so that looks very nice to me. And hang on a minute. I'm trying to look at any of this. Huh. Were you and your um, boyfriend planning to move in together or living together? Yeah, we were. He was living with me. Because I definitely see some changes here in terms of your, your place of abode, in terms of the home life. But I'm going to tell you something that you may not think right now. I see this as a good thing. I actually see this as helping you long term. I know it is so hard and so painful when we end up breaking up with somebody. So, But once you can get through the worst of that, that pain of letting go, I see a much more positive attitude for you in 2020. I think you are feeling better. I think you're feeling stronger. And I think life improves for you. So uh, I hate that you're going through something so difficult right here towards the end of the year. But on the 20th, I see it getting better. And I see next year being better than this year. Well, okay. that's great. Yeah, Claudia's giving me that. <laughs> it's time to stop talking, Susan. <laughs> yeah, okay. I will mention something to any of the people that I talked to on the phone today. If you want to go into something much more in-depth and like a real reading where I really look at your, your chart and start to get specific about the future, I will give anybody that has called in today and wants to do that a 20% discount on a full reading. So let me know. Contact me through my website, exploreastrology.com, if you want to do that, because sometimes I can see lots more. Okay, who else did you say we had? We had a Sagittarius? And a Gemini. All right, let's take the Sag. Okay, so Anlan, welcome to see you. I'm sorry? Amla, can you hear us? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Okay, um, is this, is I can hear Hello? Susan, but I cannot hear Amla. Amla, can, are you there? Okay. Um, would the Gemini be better? Can we switch around and see if we yeah, can get the Gemini? Bring, <laughs> okay, let's bring Jane to the show. Hi. Hey. Hey, Susan. How are you? I am good. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for okay. taking the call. I have your solar chart in front of me, and this will be okay. able to see what's going on, just knowing you're a Gemini, since I don't have your, your personal natal chart. So what is it that oh. you'd like to know about, or what is it you'd like to ask me? Um, well, I wanted to look into career. I'm looking for a new job right now, I, I, but I'm not sure if 
now is a good time to start a new job or should I wait until the new year, like January or February? Is there something, is there better opportunities in the new year than now? No, I would actually say that I think December is a good time for you. I say this because um, Venus is in the area of your chart that deals with money. And so, and Venus will stay there until December 20th. So if you're looking for a new job, and Venus is in Capricorn, which rules the career and work life, so that would be a nice blessing to have that might give you some help in getting the interview or asking for the right money. With Venus there, if you have any interviews between now and December 20th, I would ask for a salary that's a little bit higher than what you think you're going to ask for because Venus often brings a little gift, and sometimes that's a financial gift. Oh, wow. I really like that. I'm also going to mention that on December 26th, there is a new moon solar eclipse also in Capricorn, which is also in your money house. Now, I always mention that I think eclipses act as astrological wormholes, meaning that they can very quickly take us from one reality to a new reality in the blink of an eye. It's like a lot of nothing, 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 and here comes an eclipse, and boom, life is suddenly very different. So I think an eclipse can help move you to a better career or a better job or something that you either make more money in or find more fulfilling. You know, for the last couple of years, with Saturn sort of, you know, blocking some things, it looks like you may have been working very hard for not a lot of compensation or maybe not being paid what you're worth. Now, in March of 2020, Saturn is going to put a big toe out of this house. Finally, for the last two years, it has been, you know, beating you up in terms of finances. And from March of 2020 through around June of 2020, it's going to shove off, and it's going to give you a glimpse of a new future. And so not only do you have this nice Venus energy right now, but with Saturn leaving, I think next year, you know, even though it comes in technically in March, I think really from December through June, it is a nice time for you to find another job, and I think that job would pay better than whatever you're looking at now or whatever you're doing now. And I would not rule out, if you like what you're doing and it's just a question of money, I would talk to your boss about a raise or, you know, is there any way I can, you know, um, increase my income and increase my earning capacity? Because from December 20th, I'm, I'm sorry, up until the 20th, it's right there. You know, it's, it's giving you some help. So, yeah, I do think this is a good time for you to be looking. And I don't know that I would wait until January. I would, I would begin the process now in December. Well, the reason why I was thinking the new year, because I have some vacation days left over. I've been with the company for so long, so I, I get four weeks vacation. So right now I'm on vacation, about a week vacation this week. And then in December, around the Christmas uh, time up until New Year, I have 12 days off. That's what oh, I was nice. thinking. And there's, yeah, but um, that's if I stay with you know, my the same company that I'm working for. But, you know, I, I'm not sure, like, I'm so unhappy where I'm currently working, and, you know, I want to move on to something new. Um, there's, you know, four, at least three to four jobs that I've been looking at, but I'm not unsure about them. 
And okay. um, I'm not sure if, you know, there's better opportunities in the new year. Like, I'd like to take the remaining vacation days, but then, you know, I don't want to miss out on opportunities either. I would take the remaining vacation days, and I would use them. You've earned them, and they're yours. I think if even if you find the right job that you're looking for, even if you interview, <laughs> even if you ace the interview and they love you, I don't think you'll be starting that job until 2020. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I can be wrong. Well, I mean, I'm just an astrologer, not the voice of God. I could be wrong. <laughs> but yeah. I would look at, at finding a job and making yourself known in December, and I would look at starting that job in January. So December now, would be a good time to start applying? Um, oh, yeah. December would be okay. a good time to get your resume out there. It, it, okay. uh, would your company be giving you any kind of year-end bonus or, or year-end That's extra money? That's another thing, too, because, you know, um, there's commission involved, and we have a year-end bonus, but I'd have to stay until about February to get that year-end bonus. It's not going to be much. Very interesting, because <sighs> this, this block releases in what? Did I say February and March? I love astrology. <laughs> So, um, yeah, you may even negotiate with the new company to stay until February or March to get your money. Because I definitely see more money for you in 2020. And when you're paid more, I think you're going to be happier in the work that you do. So I definitely see that happening. I would not look at starting a new job until 2020. Okay, so that's good to know because I'm contemplating, I'm like... You know, I'm, I really want to move on because I'm so unhappy. I work in a very toxic environment, and especially with the people I have to deal with, uh, people I work with. I think. So that's I why think I'm it's moving, and you're you're just a few months away from being out of there. Okay, that's good to know. Well, great. Okay. So much All right. Well, I hope you have a lovely holiday and a nice Thanksgiving. Oh, you as well. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for taking care. All right. You too. Claudia, do we have the Sagittarius back, or is is that call gone? Well, let's see if she's here. I'm Larry. I'm here. here. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, she's here. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. I'm, I'm good. I'm glad we got those technological difficulties worked out, and I've got you on the line. What can I do for you? I was just wondering, do you what do you see for my love life in 2020? Do you see me getting married? <laughs> oh, wow. Hang on a minute. Now, for a question like that, you have to remember that I do not have your personal natal chart to look at. Yes. I okay. am answering this just from knowing you're a Sag. And so, okay. you know, um, put that in the equation, I will say I don't necessarily see a marriage happening. I would have thought this year would have been the year you were getting married instead of next year. Has there Have you okay. started seeing somebody new this year in 2019? Yeah, um, it's been a year okay. and a half. I'm going to be 46, and December 16th is my birthday, 73. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, okay. I, I, I I'm connected with him. Yeah. That I can see. That I can see the connection. Okay. 
I can see that happening this year. I can see 2019 being a positive year for relationships and especially romantic relationships. What I would right now, um, hang on a minute. Where is that Mercury going to be? It starts out at 20. It's stuck there right now. Okay. I'm going to say right now and through December 9th, I'm going to encourage you to sort of not even think about marriage because you've got Mercury in this, you know, sort of behind this curtain in your chart. And it means that you may not be thinking as clearly. And the trick is that you think you're thinking very clearly, you know, and you don't realize that you may be, you know, being a little glass half empty. So you may be thinking things like, you know, oh, well, I'm never going to get married, and if I don't do it now, I'll, I'll be alone, and right, life right. sucks. And, you know, these, yeah. these conversations we all have with ourselves. You know? And those yeah. conversations are not always about how beautiful, brilliant, and, and wonderful you are. We, we can be hard on ourselves with those. Now, on December 9th, that planet is going to move, and it's going to come okay. out from behind that curtain, and you're going to have more access to more clarity and having your thinking be a little bit more balanced and a little bit more centered. So I would just put okay. it out of your mind until after December 9th. After December okay. 9th, that is the time when you may start to talk about it and that you may start to think, yeah, you have astrological permission to start talking about it again. Um, until then, I would do your best to just kind of ignore it, really. I am going to say, okay. hang on a minute, um, yeah. after December 20th, when Venus okay. moves, um, right now and until December 20th, I would say no. And after okay. December 20th, once Venus moves away from that heavy influence of Saturn, I think you might move forward. Um, you're really looking for marriage. And I'm going to tell you that's, that's not a bad thing. This combination of Venus and Saturn together you know, they they want a keeper. They want something solid. They want it in writing. Well, I, right. I need a lawyer. I want to talk to somebody. You know, this is not yes. just about having a good time. I want to nail this yes. down. Where are we going? You, you know, um, and yet I this is intuitive rather than astrological, but I get the feeling that that's not the best energy with whoever this this person is that you're romantically involved with. And so okay. I actually think waiting until at least the new year or after Christmas would be a better time to talk about those things. And so okay. it doesn't mean you can't get married next year, but I see more about the relationship deepening this year. And he may be a little bit more like, well, aren't we good? And, you know, I, I love you and you love me. And, like, like, what's the hurry or what's the rush kind of thing? Um, but after the 20th, there can be some impulsive activity here. And so okay. you need to think about what would happen if he suddenly said, let's go to Vegas and get married this weekend. You know, what would your answer be? You know, after December 20th, there's a very impulsive and unexpected energy in terms of romance. And so he may spring something on you. Oh, we're, we're not having a picnic. We're, we're, you're asking me to marry you, you know, kind of thing. So yeah. for now, no. For now, okay. I would put it aside. Um, it's been a little rocky. He's a Taurus. He's slow moving, and he's, his moon is yeah. Gemini. My moon is Virgo, and um, my rising is Aquarius. I don't know what his rising is, but bottom line, it's been. It's, he's a slow mover, and I'm the sad. And my Mercury is in Sag as well. 
So it's like, you know, I'm fast-paced, fast-paced, and uh, my Aries, I have Mars and Aries, and um, my Venus is in Aquarius as well. So it's there's a lot of air and fire in me, um, so that's why I, it can't be fast enough, so to speak, but I will trust what you just said. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You're going to have to slow it down for him. <laughs> I didn't even know he was a Taurus when I said that. Um, yeah. Now, after January, Uranus is going to um, – change from being retrograde to being in direct motion and after january he may be more amenable to something that's quick or impulsive or moving forward but i wouldn't even bring it up until then no i we're not even near i just want to be committed with him and he's just really he's so scared he got hurt so badly the last person that yeah that's yeah you just have to give him time but it's going to be hard on you because you've got stuff going on right now that really wants this, so you have to almost yes. talk yourself into being more patient. Yes, that's right, and that's actually the lesson, right? Because I'm the Sag fire person with the Mercury and the Aries, so it's like fast, fast, fast. So that Aries can get you into a lot of trouble. Let me tell you. <laughs> I know, especially with Mars. Oh my God. Yeah. I want it. That it's is, like soldier. It's like I need it like to move, 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 and it's just yeah. crazy. Um, but it's, it's, it's you know, um, it's all about balance, right? I think the Virgo in me is the practical side. I'm glad I have the Virgo stuff because it, 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 it balances my Sag in the sense of like, all right, and my moon is in Virgo. So the emotions are pretty much, let's be level-headed about it for this week. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So yeah. So you know what to do, and you're just going to give him some space, and you're going to slow yourself down a bit, and then after the new year, you're going to, you know, move in that direction. Can you okay. That, you know, we found that far away, so yes, patience is the word, right, Susan? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. But it's not that far away. It's like January just no, here. So. <laughs> no, that is not that far away at all. We, you know, it, it is right around the corner. As an astrologer, you know, it feels like it is right here in my face already, our faces already. <laughs> so once again, this hour has gone so quickly. I can't believe it. Um, I always do the sign of the month right here at the tail end. And I know we are almost out of time, but I am not going to um, – disappoint the sign of the month for December and that is going to be Sagittarius Um, and that is uh, Sag is a fire sign and Sag is a sign that rules um, education, higher education college, masters, PhD it rules our love and our joy of learning if there's one thing you know about Sagittarius it is all about the truth And if you have any Sag friends, you know they will blurt out the truth at the most inopportune moments. (laughs) And if you have Sag children, it is a full-time job trying to get them to not spill everything to everybody they meet. But that is part of the joy and part of the charm of Sagittarius. They, They are like these big puppies that rush out to meet everybody. And they have this optimistic spirit, this spark that I just respond to. I love that optimistic energy. And so, yes. Sag is always ready to do, ready to go. This is one of the signs that rules travel. And so they're ready to get on a plane. They're ready to go to the beach or the mountains or wherever you've rented a cabin, and they're ready to have an adventure. This is not the sign that wants to sit home and sit in a rocking chair and, 
and read for the rest of their life. Not that there's anything wrong with reading, but they want to be out and they want to be doing. It's a physical sign. So they like the idea of sailing around the world in, in a sailboat that they made themselves or taking up rock climbing or doing something physical or just trying something new. They don't get stuck in a rut that much. They are always ready to try something new and go some some place they've never seen before. And they're very open. You know, there's a lot of freedom associated with, with Sagittarius. They want to be free to explore, explore the world, explore new ideas. They just love that newness and that new energy. So, yes, the Sag has a lot to offer in that area. This is a sign that we're publishing. A lot of writers are Sagittarians. It is not only about writing the book. It is about getting it published as well. This is a wonderful sign for communicating your message and for writing. It is also an area of the chart of astrology that deals with marketing, advertising, promoting. If you want to get a website, if you want to roll out a new product, if you, if you want to you know, market your, yourself or your business, well, let me tell you, Sag knows how to do that. They just have an instinctive feel for what the public will like or the right way to do that. They're very people-oriented, and Sagittarius is very social. And so this Christmas, you know, look for Sagittarius to be the one hosting the holiday party and, and going <laughs> to the holiday party because Sag isn't going to sit home. They're going to be out there going and doing and enjoying. And so um, I love that we are ending this show and this, this run on Seaview with the wonderful positive energies of Sagittarius. So I hope everybody has a lovely holiday, and I hope everybody has a wonderful 2020 coming up for them. So thanks so much for all the time that you have tuned in, listened, called, talked, it has been my pleasure to work with all of you. And thank you also for being part of CBU. And again, everybody, go to exploreastrology.com and ask Susan Raymond for that 20% off if you were part of the show and you want a deeper reading. And Susan, I just love you. I just love listening to you. It's, it's, it's just like you take us to all these favorite fields and astronomy is it has been such a blessing in my life, getting to know oh. what the science means and how it, how you can apply them to your life. Like, And I love following on Facebook all of your reports on the moon and how that affects your sign. So I'm going to continue following you forever. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Please thank do. You for that. <laughs> yes, I will. So, again, the doors are open, and anybody that wants to contact with you and you don't know how let, let me know and I will contact uh, and put you together and you have a wonderful rest of your week have a wonderful holiday and I will be listening to you and hoping that you come back on 2020 okay thank you so much for this opportunity because it has been wonderful and I cannot wait to see all the wonderful things that are going to be happening for you and for CVU in 2020. Thanks for everything, Claudia. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.